everyone and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons here on Ukulele and the ground. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And joined by Mr. Kahai, the legend for again. Say what's up, Kahai. Uh, give me a sec. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we not recording? We're not on? Uh, the audio? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's good now. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll I, I think it's it's okay. I think it's okay. So. All right. uh, let, uh, uh, people in the chat, so, let me know. Okay, yeah, let's go to the chat. Let's go to the chat. Yeah. Say what's up, Kahai. Uh, yeah, what's Just up? in case we are on, you know? Uh, I think we are. I, okay, okay. I, I think cool, we cool, are, cool. but like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys in the chat, uh, let us know if you, mm-hmm. you guys are getting this. So this is Thursday Live Lesson. This is where we take any and all of your questions and we try to answer them as best as uh, as we can. So I try to answer your questions. Uh, I bring it into the discussion. Uh, Aaron and Kahai lends in their two cents and we come up with kind of a super answer just for you guys. So this is your opportunity to kind of basically ask us anything. If there's something that you're stuck in um, or if there's something you're working on, something you want to improve or you've always wondered like, you know, how a certain thing works with the ukulele or however, a uh, certain technique and whatnot. Or if you just have like a, like just a random question you can always ask us that uh we are live we have a live chat so make sure you uh you know you take advantage of the live chat and just basically ask us anything we go through as many if not all of the questions that you guys have on the chat and also we get uh questions via emails and um and, and messages and on ukulele underground and stuff so we try to answer them all so here we, we do this weekly so we try to clear out our our uh clear out our inboxes with all the questions or whatever questions we can you know we can uh, knock out of the park and stuff so here we go kai give uh give me one uh well we didn't instead of getting questions we actually mm-hmm. got a few student reviews okay and it's kind of interesting because both of them mm-hmm. like i think they uh well mark asked mm-hmm. taking a song to the next level mm-hmm. and then renee asked how can i improve this so mm-hmm. they kind of mm-hmm. it seems like both of them want to spice up their mm-hmm. songs their the their arrangements and stop try to add a little bit more to their playing okay um okay so i i saw renee's one you know i just i just saw it now and stuff um uh what what i have to say about that is uh, first off renee good job you know by the way like your your rhythm has really come a long way so for those people who you know who, who are wondering like they're like, oh, we didn't even see it. Like, Aldrin doesn't, you know. So uh, it's it's in the forums, I believe, right? Yeah. Like, all the student review stuff is in the forums. So if you guys are interested, and you can check these out. Um, and, and what's cool is you can kind of look back at uh, at Renee's earlier posts and and see some of the stuff that she's posted before. And you can and you can fully tell like she's gotten a lot better with rhythm. So right off the bat, good job on you for uh, for getting better and overcoming kind of your rhythm problems and stuff. And it's really just. Um, playing more and kind of understanding, you know, like uh, how how rhythm works, kind of feeling it out for yourself and having your own internal rhythm. And I think her problem back then was that like she was so uh, scared of like being off timing and off beat that she goes off beat. You know, she's like, mm. oh, am I doing this? And thinking about like kind of the strumming pattern. Yeah. And, you know, like as soon as you hard think about it, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like. So she goes to like clubs and stuff and people will tell her like, oh, it's, you know, it's like this or whatever. It's not like that. But you know what? Like, don't let people tell you what to do. Just like if, if you're always, if you're on it with the down strums and stuff, if you're on the down beats, you shouldn't let people tell you like how to kind of strum a song because you're doing it correctly regardless, right? Uh, even, this sounds weird, but mm-hmm. even if you're playing an up strum on the down beats, it should yeah. be okay, like that. that as long sounds, as you're consistent with it, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, that sounds all, like it, like almost like the wrong thing. But then yeah, you'll no. you'll still match up with right, everybody right. else who's playing. So yeah. it's like, 
you know, even if somebody says, like, looks at you mm. doing that and like, oh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, well, it's technically right. <laughs> yeah. But as but, far as... Uh, yeah, the, the video that she posted, yeah. she, that was kind of a complicated shot. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, and, I was going to... And was yeah, and she that. was yeah. doing it pretty, like, you know, fluidly mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, without... Mm-hmm. Y- you could tell that she wasn't thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think for as far as the next level goes with what you did, you know, so we were all impressed about, you know, with, with what you did because the core changes were going kind of fast. And um and and the rhythm pattern was kind of tricky, but you you know you managed to do it really well. So good on you for that. Um, one thing that you could add is maybe like accents, because I you know the way that you're strumming, like each uh, each kind of strum, uh, sounds and feels the same, but the chords are changing, you know, and like that's kind of what lets me as as an audience kind of hear like okay there's you know there's changes happening but if you add like um certain accents to you know to some of those chord changes it might you know not might but it will make a big difference and it will kind of drive the song a little bit more so instead of going i mean i don't know if those are the chords but let's just say those are the chords It's like no accent and stuff, but if you add accents to it, like a uh, usually on the chord change itself, if it's like a little bit louder, so that that's me just accenting every single chord change. So you can kind of see my hands like hit it a little bit harder. And that makes a big difference uh, rather than just. Which, you know, it's fine. Like that is, that sounds just fine. But if you are looking to uh, to kind of bring it to the next level, it's that. Or maybe add a little technique in there. If you're not, you know, if you're like, oh, but, you know, the accents don't really match. Like in that song and stuff, maybe you could like make some things uh, have an accent without making it louder. So you can like maybe do a roll. So... See, that's like not too bad you know the accent is not louder and so but it still kind of makes makes a difference and uh it lets you kind of groove to you know to uh to to the rhythm because this while it's it's fine like it's it's good actually you know it's great but but adding just a little bit of something there kind of um helps drive home the uh like the, the rhythm patterns and makes it not sound so kind of monotonous you know at times and stuff but not that there's anything wrong with it. so it's it's tough to kind of judge it because it's good you know like what you sent us is really good but there are some things you can add there um i wouldn't add too much so this is kind of the uh, the other side of this coin where like i wouldn't add you know like a lot of you know, a lot of stuff to make it too fancy because if you go too fancy then it kind of loses it sometimes and um and i know it's you know it's, it's a song with lyrics and singing and you never want to kind of overshadow the uh, the lyrics and the words and the stuff that you're trying to say you know with with the with, with the song so if you you know overdo it or maybe you're, you're over accenting things that might be you know like that might be a problem as well find the right balance between you know uh driving it home and um and adding some like some nice things in there like nice little flourishes and whatnot you have to find a balance between that 
and uh, and and getting the main melody and the um, like the message kind of heard through the lyrics. She she said that she mm. didn't know like when to add a chunk, mm. and I actually think that that's like a smart move, like yeah. not adding the chunk. yeah. Sometimes it doesn't need chunks. You know? Yeah, because yeah. a chunk is supposed to kind of replicate like a snare hit, yeah. like a. And can you like imagine that like mm. that song with like snare drums, right? right? Like I think if anything, yeah. it would be like uh, brushes. Yeah, the drummer using the like the yeah. brush on just on the snare or something, but not like a hard like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hit, like and emphasize. yeah, even even if there was a like a snare hit, it wouldn't be a hard mm. noticeable one. It would be just kind of a background like, one, or maybe yeah. like just like a soft like rim like, shot or something. Yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah, but that's muted. why like I, I was thinking just maybe just roll like you know yeah, so yeah. sounds like that like would, kind of yeah. you know, brush yeah. on the snare and stuff like that might be you know that might be the solution. Not necessarily everything. Uh, not not everything needs chunks and stuff. And and I know I abuse chunks a lot and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not every song needs you know needs it. And not in this particular tune, I wouldn't really add it in there. If I am, then uh, it would be to kind of make it more lively. But I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's what you're going for, you know? Because this, you, you can definitely add chunks to it. But I don't know if it'd be too much because you can do. Uh, can do that and mm-hmm. stuff and that's not too much i guess like that's you know that's but that's kind of borderline like okay if you're gonna do that then her, you know like the feel's gonna change entirely yeah. but but her song like mm-hmm. it sounded like super like a personal really close yeah. song so yeah kind of adding that that chunk it's almost like if you're playing like a nice soft ballad mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like an electric guitar starts wailing it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna transition to like something a little bit different, <laughs> which you can yeah. if you want. But yeah, even extreme had it. to put down their electric guitars yeah. to play more yeah. than words, you know. <laughs> well, I, like, I, I listened to the song and I was like, yeah. Aaron, check out this, like, check out Renee's thing and mm. tell me, like, what is the song that this reminds me of? And he's like, well, it's like the beginning is like dust in the wind. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it, it exactly. Like That's what I thought yeah. you were playing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is exactly mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, like it definitely has that kind of feel like mm-hmm. that it's more yeah. somber and like, you know, like, yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, there's there's beauty and simplicity, too. So, you know, uh, at the same time, you want to, you know, you want to make it interesting. But if you're adding too much things in it, then like, it kind of loses the uh, like the feel of a song as well. And this, uh, you know. And particularly in this case, like you don't want to do too much. You can, and um, and I like that you're kind of thinking outside the box of like what else can I you know put in this. But editing is also a uh, like a, a big thing. You know, you don't want to like add too much stuff. Yeah, you want to just edit a little bit. You know, a big skill. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. yeah. Um, I, as far as Mark goes, oh, what's that? Oh, uh, like uh, her, like even her strumming. Like mm. I like her strumming too. Like, mm. but that was another thing I was thinking of. Like. When you're like kind of showing the yeah. strumming and talking yeah. about it, you used your thumb first, like just yeah. your flesh of your thumb. And for her, she's like using her nail like all mm. the time. So like even small things like that, she can yeah. consider too, right? Like, oh, maybe this changes part... in tone. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to like soften it a little bit more mm-hmm. so I can use my thumb just to do this. So, mm-hmm. uh, and she actually has had a question. Sure. So, um, is there a trick to getting my pinky anchored so I can? Uh, well, I have a question about switching from picking to strumming smoothly. Is there a trick to getting my pinky anchored so I can do it more smoothly? So, mm. like maybe finger picking, finger picking, going yeah. From yeah, fin- finger picking. Finger picking. And you can pick and uh, and go into you know go into a picking by like kind of um, 
bringing the hand like low enough so that like it catches the bottom part and that's kind of when you start picking that's what that's how i do you know if i'm kind of strumming and then that's that's how i get into it like i kind of follow through and hold the bottom part and do the picking but if i'm going to uh go from strumming to finger picking same thing but i'm not going to follow through like that much i'm just going to follow through so that like my my hands here my pinky goes down and i get into uh to finger picking so if i were to do it slow And also a trick so is you're kind of keeping your pinky like in that area yeah. so, so where, that where it would be down. planted mm -hmm. anyway yeah but uh a trick is to give yourself at least half a beat like to kind of go from mm -hmm. one to it's kind of like switching chords you know like when you switch chords like uh we always tell you folks to kind of you know let go on the upbeat and then just kind of uh, switch chords on the down you know unless it's one of those songs that you have you have to kind of change on the upbeat uh but you if i'm going from uh a minor to doing that chord progression for example you know what i mean like there's a part where like i lift up and you know i give myself time to breathe and change and then the sounds a lot more um a lot more fluid same thing with you know going from strumming to finger picking because if you're going from strumming and straight into finger picking it's it's not always going to come clean so give yourself a little time to go from one to the other like so i gave myself like you know uh like an eighth like an eighth rest to kind of get into uh get into position and go straight into it you know yeah and it seems like you're kind of starting off with the thumb anyway so you don't really need yeah. Yeah, you don't really uh, need your pinky anchored in mm, order to hit that thumb, that yeah. the G string really lightly with your, th mm -hmm. your thumb. So, so like if you uh, if you're doing that, like what Aaron is saying, if you go with the thumb, that gives you time time to, to put, put, your, put the pinky yeah, down. Yeah, your pinky yeah, down, yeah, yeah. So that's so that's important. You know, like if you uh, if you do want to keep it consistent and going and whatnot, like and if you don't want to give yourself too much of a break, um, hitting you know the first uh, the first note being your high G. Or low G in your case, you know, like might uh, might be the the solution because if you hit that first, you, you have time to kind of bring your uh, pinky down and just kind of give yourself some time in general. Like even with chord switching and whatnot, uh, I get that question a lot. Like how do I you know, switch chords um, a lot more uh, cleanly and fluid and stuff? Like I have a hard time switching between chords. It's because everyone thinks that like. You know, each strum has to be like to, you know, to a chord. But sometimes you kind of have to let it breathe and there's an up strum with no chord. And then the down, but the down strum has a chord in it, you know, like it's just time to breathe and whatnot. Imagine, you know, just kind of speaking sentences all the way through without stopping. You're just kind of going like this without having time to breathe. And you're going to want to breathe sometime through it. It just doesn't work. You know, you have to, <gasps> you have to breathe. It's kind of like breathing. Like it's, it's the same thing. Or like... Since Renee is like a singer, like she yeah. can think of it like that too. Yeah. Like when you're singing and you end the phrase, then mm -hmm. you go, and then mm -hmm. you to get ready for the next phrase too. Yeah. Like it's, especially the this this change between the strum and the yeah. uh, and the finger picking. You know, it's kind of like um, singing really loud and getting ready for like you know the something um, the, different. Something different. Yeah, different. You give yourself a nice little you know nice little breath. Yeah. And and it's like it's funny because you you can see this in like pretty much every musician does this like where they'll like play something and then there's like a beat of rest or something mm. 
and they'll actually like take a breath in even like instruments yeah. that don't need like mm-hmm. aren't woodwind or yeah. brass instruments mm-hmm. like you'll see violinists they'll like play something and then there's just one beat of rest and they breathe they go yeah. and then they go back yeah. into it yeah even there's... when you do your solos when yeah, you do I like mean... a solo arrangement of something yeah, you tend to always, breathe yeah. where the yeah. the rests are yeah even just like picking like picking stuff um, sometimes I'll give myself, um, you know, like just little room to breathe or sometimes I give myself like big room to breathe. So if I want to give myself big room to breathe, like I actually hit it, but then like I'll, I'll do like a muted note. So, so you know, like um, something a little bit simpler. You know, those, those times that I'm doing that is times that I'm letting the, uh, I'm letting the melody breathe. So like there's a there's a, there's some room there. So those are two different phrases like at, at that point. The, and then well, like, although it's one it's one phrase, there's like you know there's there's some breathing room in between. Can, can you try playing it without like muting it uh-huh. and like where yeah. it's just like you'll hear every yeah. note ringing. It's different, you know. Like it's it, it's not bad, but yeah, then, yeah, it is like. Like oh that. yeah, or you would kind of like maybe shorten that yeah. last note that of the first section. That's it. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a difference, you know. It's like yeah. an articulation mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So and it also depends, you know. It depends what the song is calling for and stuff. If mm-hmm. uh, there's some songs that like no, you got to play it like kind of all the way, you know, without uh, without breathing, and that's that's like a thing too, you know. Sometimes if if I'm hearing a. Uh, if I'm hearing, let's see, uh, Whitney Houston sing, and I, but if she goes, and I, it's like, it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. So there's sometimes where like, it just has to go kind of long, you know? Yeah. I I think like, um people, it's, it's kind of hard because I think uh, people ask like, oh, so you want your right hand to be mm-hmm. good or you want yeah. your left hand to be good? And it's like, uh, the the easy answer is you want both your hands to be good. The hard <laughs> answer, like the crazy answer, is you want your whole body to be involved in music, yeah. mm-hmm. where it is like that whole like mm-hmm. you're breathing to the beat. Mm-hmm. You're and it's uh it's like uh you don't have to think about it really, but like subconsciously, it kind of like you want mm-hmm. your you you know your whole body sync to it. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll see musicians kind of like they'll. I don't know, like uh, kind of dance a little bit yeah, or do rock something. back and forth, tap their feet, yeah. nod their head or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, because they're trying to get their whole it's body. feeling, you know, again, the feeling it. of getting into it. Yeah, if you're really yeah. into it. Playing mm-hmm. with feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feelings. So I, after the San Francisco Ukulele Festival, yeah. the um, after the concert, yeah. somebody came up to me and said, like, we were just watching you the whole time because like, yeah, like all i do you. is accompany you right <laughs> yeah. on guitar like i, I play yeah. guitar and like you know but i was i was telling them that mm. like the the reason i do that is because if if i'm not feeling the groove yeah. and i'm not moving with it yeah. then i mess up that, oh, that's you know yeah, the, yeah. that's the whole reason like yeah. if i can just like immerse myself in the song yeah. then i'm way less likely to mm-hmm. mess up mm-hmm. 
And so because I'm on stage in front of a lot of people, yeah. I just like get into the zone <laughs> and then just try to not mess up. Yeah, you know? I mean, you start messing up once like you start thinking once about you think what about you're, it. Yeah, so so that's the idea yeah. is just like kind of really get into the yeah. the music so, so that you're, you're not yeah, you're not yeah. really thinking. Yeah. I I think it was Adam Neely. He said that he recorded himself mm. uh, like when he he first got out of college and he was like you know trying to become like a professional musician playing more professional gigs he said he recorded himself and he would just because in his mind he yeah. thought like oh professional musicians just stand still yeah. they don't need to move around they don't need to so he would like actively try to suppress his like you know like mm -hmm. movements yeah and then when he watched it he was like man i'm like not in like i'm not grooving with the mm -hmm. band i'm not mm -hmm. in sync with the mm -hmm. band like what's going on yeah. And he found, like, just, like, the more that he, like, let go and kind of just, like, started mm -hmm. moving. You don't want to be distracting and you want to be all over the place. But, <laughs> yeah, like, just you kind of, if you can feel m the music, like, mm -hmm. through movement, it yeah. really does help. It is different, though. Like, when you're on stage, like, the anxiety, like, uh, kind of kicks in. <laughs> like, especially yeah. when you're playing, like, a, a big audience or even just, like, a room. And, you know, uh, this past uh, time at San Francisco, like when we played Europa, like on our set and stuff, and it's one of those things that's already like a hard song because it's slow, you know. Uh, like I, I think slow songs are super hard. Like it's a lot harder than fast songs, and um, and because it's so slow, and because people are paying attention, and because people are very quiet, like. It's nothing but me and my thoughts, you know, like if I get <laughs> lost in it and stuff, but because there's not much going on sometimes, I just like, oh man, I hope people like it. And yeah, then yeah, just yeah. like get in my head. I'm like, yeah. wait, what's coming up next? Oh no. Well, where are yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. am I? Like, where am I? You have uh, a lot of time to think. Yeah, you have like so much time to think yourself. And because like you could, you know, it, you could hear a pin drop because like the audience just wants to be respectful, you know, and I appreciate that and stuff. But I'd rather, like, the audience be kind of, like, kind of crazy. It at least, like, takes off the anxiety and whatnot. Like, I love when people get rowed, you know, rowdy and stuff and, and loud. Um, but it's, it, it is nerve-wracking. So, like, to kind of, to tell somebody, like, oh, and no, I just get lost in it. It's, it's fine and stuff. We get it, you know. Like, we, we, too, like, kind of get in our own heads sometimes. I, so don't feel bad. I think there's, like, a quote where, like, somebody said, I forget who, but somebody said, like, uh, like a okay musician yeah. is good with like sound mm -hmm. like a fantastic musician is good with like silence right? mm. like comfortable with silence yeah yeah and it's it's nuts like sometimes because you you think it's like a uh, hundred two hundred people like in a, in a room and stuff and it's completely quiet and those 200 people are looking at you you know quietly it's it really gets in your head sometimes and i think <laughs> yeah it gets in my head especially you know? <laughs> when we're used to people like clanking dinner plates yeah like, it, yeah maybe maybe you know, that side too yeah we, we play at a restaurant slash bar so people people are talking having other conversations yeah, yeah. And, and people heckling us and stuff i love like heckling people. <laughs> i love the heckling i do because it you know that means people are invested. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if if they don't want to heckle you, that means they don't care. Like, what, yeah. what it is that you're doing and stuff. Yeah. I love it. Love the heckling. <laughs> and like, what I don't love is because uh, I I have like a, a huge mouth on stage, and if someone heckles me, like I'll say something back, and then like sometimes it hurts their feelings, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like they were deliberately trying to hurt mine. <laughs> it was, but like they can't take like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, kind of when they're like, oh, it was funny until you actually talked back. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And then it hurt. Wait, he's not supposed to say that, is he? Uh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but 
Yeah. You, you just, no, you're just supposed to take that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel you guys too. I know a bunch of you guys are, you know, um, go, go on stage and stuff. And sometimes, you know, it feels like the crowd might be against you and whatnot. But for me, like how I handle it is just how I, how I handle everything else. And like I just laugh it off and stuff, and maybe make a joke back. And sometimes people can't handle it. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, I mean, the same kind of applies mm. to, well, like Renee said yeah, that yeah. posting the video itself was kind of... Mm, yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. So, mm. so yeah, it's... um, mm. And it never really goes away. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know? It doesn't. I mean, we've, we've been in this business for uh, about 20 years now, like, you know, because uh, I started when I was... Yeah, about 20 years, because I started when I was like 13, 14. Uh, so, you know, now yeah. I'm like almost 35. So it's, it's yeah. like, oh it's my one gosh, of those, 20 years. One of those things where like, the problems that you're experiencing <laughs> it never will away. continue for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, it, but it's <laughs> totally fine. You you know, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah you learn to kind of live with it. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those. It does like every single time. Like I can't count how many times I go to the restroom before we go up on stage. <laughs> like it's just, uh, I get so nervous. It's like, huh, what if, what if I have to pee on stage? Like, what if it's, it's like a forty-five minute set? Can I hold it for forty-five minutes? Like, you know, it's one of those things that like it, it only has has to happen one time, and it happened one time. And I think it was a, uh, it was that time that we went up to Denver that it wasn't like a festival you know it, it was just oh. like us going as a like as a show we were we, we were just kind of putting on a show and stuff and um we were supposed to have like an hour hour and a half set they're like oh just go however long as you want and stuff and i think i only went on for an hour because i had to pee so bad and ever <laughs> since then and i'm like huh okay i have to go i have to go to the restroom five times <laughs> like, yeah it's like don't on, on don't stage. drink any water i'll drink it's like but i'm so thirsty and i drink and i'm like oh no i think i have to go again yeah <laughs> it's just like but it's anxiety is what it is really. yeah like it's it's not really that it's just that i'm anxious i'm like oh man i hope people I, like it yeah mm-hmm. but then also like there's the upside of it yeah. like you know you you go through that pretty much every time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the upside is like there's no better feeling than Mm. being on stage and like the crowd just cheering for you you know so i I wouldn't trade that for it's a trade-off you could you could have a life without either of those things (laughs) or you could have a life with both of those things you know true yeah that's true yeah that's true it's it's cool. It's really like a it's a nice high for anyone who's ever experienced being on stage and stuff and and being cheered on and stuff. It is a nice high. It, it's I think it's good to to like look back at like mm-hmm. stuff you did and be like, oh, could have improved this mm-hmm. or I could have you know like just yeah. look at like what you can do better. But then also like it's always like the things that you think are like, oh man, I played like a really bad show or mm-hmm. I didn't do so good. Mm-hmm. And then it's always, I think it's always worse in your head too. Cause like, yeah. the, like, I know you guys have told me stories where it's just like, mm. oh man, we, we messed up the song. <laughs> and then like the next night, like people are like, oh, I love when you guys play that song. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I tend to just focus on the positives now and stuff. Like back then I used to think about the negatives and whatnot. Now I just think about the positives and it's really kind of changed my, you know, my views on performing and, uh, Back then, too, I used to think, like, okay, I need this song on my set list and this, you know, this, whatever. Now it's just like, dude, what's fun? Like, you know, like, what what do we play that, like, the, the audience gets to have fun? And so back then, it's like, oh, I really, oh, I should play this. And then it, it, there's, like, a dip. 
in there so i gotta put like a slow song and then i like i carefully craft it and stuff like okay and people need to see my skills of course people need to recognize the skills you know i need to play this instrumental so people can recognize the skills and whatever it is like all that like this pastime and stuff we um our last song was supposed to be singer victor you know it's supposed to be like a big finish and stuff but uh we you know I, I brought up all my friends like you know what let's just do like purple rain instead you know like it's not a technically whatever like impressive song but it's a nice song that people kind of sing along my friends can come up on stage and do harmony and stuff it was just more fun like i think about having you know like having fun in the audience kind of in, enjoying and having fun as well yeah. like i'd rather have the audience sing along and have fun than them to be like oh man that's so that's so cool that he did I, that and, like yeah. senior victor is so cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, I think, uh, like, if you hit, like, a, you know, you hit, like, a wrong note, and in yeah. your head, you're like, oh, no, everybody's gonna know that. Everyone hates me now. And, you know, people paid to see this, you know. But then, and then, like, people come up and, like, oh, I loved when you played it like that. You know, like, most times, people yeah. are not gonna. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's just when you get in your own head that you kind of, like. Yeah, you know. and I think that, too, like, that was part of the anxiety is, like, People are paying to see this. You know, like, <laughs> you know, we should give them a good show, right? Like that's it should be perfect, right? They're they're expecting to see this, 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 and this. But now it's like I notice that people just want to have fun. Like people just want to go and have a good time. And if you're having a good time, that rubs off in the audience and stuff. And it's it's really uh, it's it's really cool once like you kind of click you and the audience click that you're having a good time. Audience is having a good time, and just nothing can go wrong. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, uh, as I was saying about uh, Mark's, you know, let, let's switch over to, uh, to to Mark's thing and stuff. Um, I, I would kind of give the same advice. I think Mark, yeah, you and you know, you and your wife, like at this point now, like are kind of onto something. You guys got this really cool thing kind of going on. But you, you know, you as a player, you want to kind of spice things up and whatnot. And that's cool. That's cool that you want to spice things up with your, you know, with with your playing. You want to kind of add some like some some melody lines. And you want to add some pickings here and there. Um, but also, like you know, don't forget to you know to to edit. That's that's a, it, that same advice goes to you as well. Where like sometimes you don't want to add too much and stuff. Like sometimes um, you you want to keep it simple to kind of keep the integrity of the song. But I know sometimes you want to rock out. Sometimes you want to play the anime song, which has got like a cool little rock out part to it. Um, but my advice to you is find stuff that makes the song work. You know, if there's a riff that works, you know, for the song, if there's a certain um, part in the song that's like super recognizable or very, you know, um, very like, uh, unforgettable, there's like a very memorable moment like in the song that makes you go, man, that part was really cool. You know, like that's uh, that's part of like kind of arranging a tune, like finding those, you know, those spots where like oh, this part is really cool. I uh, this song really needed needs this uh, this note here or these notes here and whatnot. And uh, and just focus on those. I, I would say maybe pick less than five things. You know, like to uh, you know to, to start off with, pick five things. If it's like okay, um, here's my priority list. Like it's it's like the lyrics, of course. You know, like always, if not at the top and stuff, a second to the top. Lyrics and melody line is always going to be that. Uh, is there a, you know is there a riff you know to it? Um, focus on that. Maybe one riff, two riff. You know that's two different things. Uh, maybe there's a thing in the uh, in the strumming that I kind of want to do. Like that's it. Or um, I think it would count if there's something that you don't want to do. If you want to keep the the rhythm the same and it's like 
Uh, the thing about the song is cool because the rhythm just kind of like stays consistent and then it does this, you know, it does this melody line. So keeping the rhythm consistent might be part of the thing that you want to add to it. So it's not like, uh, it's not necessarily adding fancy things, but also keeping things, you know, like not fancy is, is one of the five things that you could add. So that's, um, that's something to uh, to kind of think about, or if there's like a bridge, like okay, this bridge really needs to uh, really needs to be there, and it needs to sound like this and whatnot. And that's kind of how you start to arrange a song and kind of take it to the next level. Which parts are absolutely like uh, like a must keep, and then which part is open to interpretation. And the open to interpretation part is how you take it to the next level because you now have all these essential things that makes the song work, and then kind of doing it in your own style or uh, or executing it. Um, is is the part that'll take it to the next level because like you start to put the pieces together where oh here's the melody line that I can't live without because this part is like this melody line is iconic to the song or whatever or, or is like this this part um, imagine taking out the intro to like Stairway to Heaven for example you know like you need that intro in order for it to be Stairway to Heaven it's not Stairway to Heaven so you have that intro but how do you work it as you know as an individual um, how do you play that to make your kind of your cover stand out you know that's the part that gets you know might need a little bit of uh diving into um you might have to uh maybe change the key sometimes you know for it to kind of work better but whatever uh whatever you feel like is going to work for the song that's what's going to give your stamp of, uh, of approval what's going to give your signature on the song and that's kind of something for you to uh to to figure out uh yeah, Mark's uh, two of Mark's songs are actually yeah. from movies. Yeah, or, or like, and uh, one of them is kind of like a uh, like a mashup of like multiple songs from the movie, mm-hmm. or like or I guess I guess it's like one movement from the movie. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it, for for that, like in that case, you can kind of like look at the movie and what scene is happening while the music is playing and try mm-hmm. to like you know capture that like yeah. whatever emotion or whatever is happening on screen and like translate that to your playing to like mm-hmm. make sure that you hit the main points yeah if you're like trying to like yeah like really like break it down to like oh what's the most important things to mm-hmm. uh translate to music yeah. yeah then it's like these certain things yeah yeah, yeah. So. yeah so just that's it i mean it's it seems like a lot but because it is a lot you know like arranging songs is not like uh, it's not an easy task so if that's where you are you know, like in uh, in your journey or playing wise and stuff, or learning the ukulele, that's kind of one of those that you have to keep working at. And it's like it, I, we're we're here to give you advice and whatnot, but that's that's part where like you have to kind of think of it so that you uh, figure out what your own signature is. You know, to uh, to kind of add to these tunes and stuff because you don't want it to just be like, oh, I I found this cover, so I'm gonna do it like exactly like this. You know, like this cover, note for note and whatnot. So like. Uh, for me as an audience member, if I know that cover, it's like, oh, he's doing that. Like, oh, that's cool, I guess. You know, <laughs> like, that's that's fine. But the reason why, like, uh, Aaron and I stand out and stuff, even though we do covers, is because we kind of add our own, like, spin to it. it, it even though if it's, like, a cover of a cover, like, a you know, uh, a Kyle Creative Voice cover or something, we'll, we'll still add, like, little signatures here and there to kind of make it our own or make it um, so that it's recognizable when we play it versus when the cover is being played. Yeah, I, like I, I, um, I, I was talking to Mark, like uh, through email, like mm-hmm. about all of this stuff because we were just like talking. Yeah, and like I, I, I told him that uh, I think it's they're like both of them are doing like a really good job. 
mm-hmm. and like with him picking the melody and Priya like strumming the chords behind it. Mm-hmm. And so I said like something that he might want to consider is because like certain chords are like highlighting the mel- the yeah. actual melody. Yeah. So he can actually like double up on those chords too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just either strum it once or like do an arpeggio yeah. through it to really hit that melody note too. And then you can kind of, you'll match up with Priya, yeah. but Priya is doing such a good job with like keeping the rhythm. You don't yeah. want to do like every single chord because you, you'll just yeah. be like yeah, yeah. doubling up the whole thing. But that's like something you can consider. And, and like, even when Priya is doing like a certain chord, you mm. can do inversions of those chords yeah. to make it more interesting. Yeah, me. and the same advice that we gave to Renee kind of applies in this too, where like you want to figure out where, uh, you know, you want to figure out where like to add accents, you know, if you need accents or, or a different technique, a roll, a chunk, a pull off, like a hammer on, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, and you kind of have to coordinate with the, you know, with, with Priya, like when you guys are going to add these, you know, add these things, even if it's not part of the uh, the pattern, the strum pattern, or whatever. Like, if there's a part that needs to be, you know, accented in the in the uh, in the song, there's a word that needs to be accented in the song. Make sure that you're both there accenting that, you know, that that one part. It and it uh, it makes sense, you know, to kind of uh, move and play together. Like when now uh, when Aaron and I are on stage, there are definitely parts of the songs that, you know, that we kind of like we accent and we we make sure like it stands out and we make sure there you know there's there's uh uh there's parts in the song when we do dancing in the moonlight there's um there's a picking so that that's the part where there's a there's there's that part and we we accent the um bottom And we're there, like right on that ending, and then the uh, and then that part ends. It's not like we're constantly like doing this, um, doing this part where like we we add accents to every third beat or fourth beat and stuff. There's uh, there's gonna be parts in the song where like that part needs to have this, you know, this breakdown. We need to move together, you know, like um, and we need to accent these notes in this rhythm. Yeah, there there's definitely parts mm-hmm. that like first song. I really like that first song. It's from like uh, Laputa, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that movie, and. Uh, there's parts where it's like it's supposed to if you listen to the orchestra it's like supposed to swell and build up to the Mm -hmm, next part mm -hmm. so they can definitely like think about that where it's just like oh like how do we build up to the next part and then coming in together where Mm -hmm. it's like our dynamics you know like land kind of in the same spot too yeah there's like that that song i really like too and there's like a lot of cool things that they can do like i was telling mark that if I were to do it, like there's one part where it goes like a G minor and it's supposed to go to an F, mm-hmm. but he can actually play like while Priya is playing the F, he can do like a D minor substitution, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that'll sound like it sounds pretty yeah. cool. Like yeah, uh, it's supposed to like uh, instead of or it's kind of the the melody line mm-hmm. I think is supposed to go. Uh, mm-hmm. da, da, da. So instead mm. of doing that, he can actually like play chords, right? And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah, and that that'll like mm? and those are like inversions and stuff that'll really like yeah, it, it it'll boost it. But and then you're playing chords, but you're mm? also playing something different from yeah. Priya, so it's not yeah, like yeah. completely matching. Yeah, inversions, and I mean like adding them to to melody lines and stuff. 
that's still the same uh, the same kind of uh, the same not same thing but within the same lines of like adding accents because you're not only playing that melody line but you're also like adding something to that melody line to make it like accented and making it sound different like these uh the when you know when i heard you play that line the part that stood out to me is the parts with the uh, you know with the chords behind them and stuff yeah. So it's kind of like that, where like those are the parts that uh, that that high accented, and that's exactly what I'm you know what I'm talking about. It just it's not about making it loud or making it soft and stuff. It's about putting something there, you know, because it, it's sometimes it might be loud, sometimes it might be mm-hmm. a soft thing, but it's not necessarily that all the time. It might be something that you can add to it, like a chunk, a roll, a chord, you know, um, or an inversion that'll make it stand out. And that's really all all it is. It's just to find like the kind of waves, you know, in, in the song. And, and, like, you kind of learn that stuff naturally just, like, mm-hmm. the more you play music. Yeah. Because even at the end of, like, that little part that I played, mm-hmm. like, it's supposed to be a D. Mm-hmm. But when I heard it, I'm like, I think it's, like, trying to be a D7, though. Mm-hmm. Like, in the, I don't know if the orchestra version or, like, with instrument, other instruments playing, mm-hmm. there's just supposed to be, like, this, you know, it's compelling it to move back to that uh, G minor, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to, that I think instead of playing a, like a straight D, it helps to play a D7. Especially if you're playing, if it's just you playing the ukulele. Like, mm-hmm. the more you can kind of push towards moving in that direction mm-hmm. for that particular case. It, like, it feels like, you know, it, it should go there. And it's kind of, when I was, like, playing that, or when I was figuring that, that stuff out, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, thinking, like, oh, okay, so it makes sense to use this chord and to go to here. It's just like I just played what I thought would work, you know, like what mm-hmm. uh, what naturally works, and what yeah. like other songs I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I know this other song kind of uses the same thing, so yeah, I can yeah. use it here. So yeah, yeah it's, it's just like stuff you kind of figure out just the more you play and the more you yeah. use it. Yeah, and I mean, the, you know, taking it to the next level like is has many you know has many meanings and stuff, and I know that's one of our taglines for uh, for Ukulele Underground, but that you know that is. Uh, part of it because you know we we try to give you guys the tools to kind of take it to the next level we'll teach you like you know theory and these like techniques and whatnot some stuff that you could add to you know to uh, to songs and arrangements of songs to take your playing to the next level you know and and at this at this point something like what kahai you know what kahai did with the with the chords in it and stuff that's like taking it to the next level like making those little subtle changes that uh that'll make it you know that much uh, that much better and working with uh you know with with your rhythm uh, with your rhythm player is definitely gonna you know make a difference yeah it's like doing that kind of stuff too i think like people see it and mm-hmm. they're like oh it seems so complicated yeah and stuff. yeah but it's like super fun and it's just like when mm-hmm. you you're just like sitting down and you're kind of mm-hmm. like you know playing out a melody line yeah. or you're playing out like almost like the skeleton right yeah then it's like you have like a paint by numbers mm-hmm. or you have something where it's just like yeah you can see where everything is supposed to go mm-hmm. and you just start like scribbling in and adding stuff so. yeah and you know like when people are like starting out and stuff and um you know they, they come to me for like oh like how am i you know how am i doing or give me like some kind of review and stuff when uh when I know that it's like obviously a like an arrangement that somebody made stuff like my question is always like okay so whose arrangement is this so that I can kind of see you know like how they're playing it and like you know the difference between how they're playing it in, in, in yours and stuff so and and I can always tell the students that are kind of like uh, are making their own arrangements because like um, 
I'll hear something. I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Or like, uh, maybe I'm teaching this person like long enough to know like what their signature is already, and that's like a really cool feeling. Because um, there's a bunch of you folks have, that have been kind of showing me your own arrangements and stuff. I mean, and Renee is is you know is definitely one of them. Mark is definitely one of them and stuff. They are starting to kind of like find their voice and like and find their signatures and uh, and, and things that whenever I hear things from uh, from them, I can always tell that it's uh, it's kind of like their own. It's really cool. It's it's a good feeling. Yeah, good feeling. I, and I think like uh, with Mark and mm. renee it seems like too the the like those you know mark and priya and renee mm-hmm. too like they find you know like songs that they like mm-hmm. and then they might learn like oh, okay these are the, the chords that are supposed to be played yeah, yeah, yeah but you're just taking those basics and then you're yeah. like i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna start like just adding what i want to it mm-hmm. like you get the basic lego set or whatever yeah. And then you can just make whatever you want, right? Like you yeah. just start adding to it. So yeah, I was uh, I wrote a song recently and stuff, and I think I was I was telling you guys so like, oh, it was it's a cool song, but it just wasn't me until I added that <laughs> that like that bridge, bridge in there. Like I added a bridge, which like ah like like scratched that itch because you know like it's it's a it's an okay song. Like um, it's a song that I wrote called uh, Chocolate Fontaines. If you guys want to listen to it, it's on my Instagram, like a little preview and stuff. But the the part that I showed in my in, in the preview didn't have the, uh, the the bridge, and I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, it's that's a cool song. People like it. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's nice, but I feel like it's not true to what I do or who I am as a writer until I wrote or or added that uh, that bridge in there. And I'm like, okay, that's that's it. I'm I'm good with that. You know. So there are little signatures that that I have that I want to add into stuff, and I feel like it didn't have my signature in it until then. You like when you were first doing that song, mm-hmm. you said like, "Oh, I want to emulate like a Mario Kart." Yeah, song, right? yeah, yeah. And it definitely like feels like a Mario. Kart Yeah, song. then it just started too much like a Mario Kart song. <laughs> yeah, it didn't yeah. sound like an old dream song at all, you know. And, and then like at one point, like at the bridge, you can tell like, "Oh, okay, this is like yeah. Al Dream, <laughs> like putting in, you know, like what he would yeah. normally." Play. Here it is for some people. Like I, I'll show you guys. So, um, if whoever have kind of seen or, or played Mario Kart before. Uh, if you guys have played Mario Kart 8, it's uh, it's Toad Toad Harbor like that I was basing it on and stuff. Um, I can't play Toad Harbor right now. I forgot. <laughs> I figured it out a while back, but I forgot it. But it's like this kind of happy tune. And um, so my main melody goes. because it goes um it's like f all the way and then it kind of hits this a minor d7 like that's kind of the part that i that i like about it so um so it keeps that d7 in there even like um even when i'm ending the uh, ending the phrase so the second time i went high so it's like a totally different phrase now um, and then the, the chorus goes. And, but it just sounds super bubblegum, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, in the chorus, uh, there's like two choruses.
and then like, it just sounds, you know, it's, I think, it, yeah, it's a nice well, song. Sunny, but it's just sunny like, day, yeah, it's the whole like, way. <laughs> exactly. But, like, uh, but if you think about Mario Kart songs, yeah. like they kind of do do that on purpose, yeah. right? Because you're you're like not supposed to be thinking about the music. Yeah, you're supposed to be driving, and then it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, the music is kind of nice yeah. in the background. Yeah. So, uh, so it goes like on on that on that second chorus. It you know. the c7 and then it brings it back like that's kind of you know that's kind of my thing but the second time so it goes around again and the second time it goes um then i'll hit like a, a minor i'm like mm-hmm. oh now we're getting somewhere it's now it's an old dream song you know <laughs> but then i still wanted to keep it kind of like in the video game sense and i'm like I love Mega Man. Was at Mega Man everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. Go back to old baseball. <laughs> it just gets kind of this like this uh this kind of Mega Manny. Like kind of ah, oh, it feels as me again, you know. <laughs> so it was it was nice to kind of write a song that that I don't normally you know like I don't normally do, but then I'm like it's, it has to have my signature in it, so I put yeah. my stamp down right it's there kind of the like bridge. A, yeah, like a, like I'm a dad now, but I'm still me. I promise. <laughs> instead of instead of buying like a new car, like a, a supercar, you yeah. just write songs. That's my midlife crisis. I'm still cool. <laughs> I'm still I, can, cool. I, can still I, can, I can hang with these young kids playing their you know like playing their song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, I. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is uh, what is yeah. that that minor chord at the mm. start of the bridge? What was that? Uh, oh, the F minor. So that's the F minor. Yeah, because it goes F major and then like it uh, it goes to F minor. Oh, so yes. like it's like, ah. it's like a direct uh, correspondent, uh, right? Yep, like yep. where they're expecting F major, and then when you yep. hit that minor, it's like Ooh. it. It was. It starts off as a chord substitution, but then like I just went. You know what? Whatever, we're in this key now. <laughs> it's like, well, let's just abandon that old key. Let's go in this new key. Like, as soon as I hit that, that's my new, uh, that's my new key. Mm-hmm. Instead of, which is totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like that we we kind of talked about it like with Mike here and like mm-hmm. doing chord substitutions mm-hmm. and stuff, but like. I feel that's like how I write a lot of my music is mm. when I, I'm like, oh, I got to think of getting to a new part, you know, doing a yeah. verse or something. I just like take look at the chorus and I'm like, well, I can substitute this like C for A minor. <laughs> Try to do uh-huh. that. It's like, oh, OK, sounds pretty good. I can substitute this F for a D minor, like start switching out the chords. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of it has like it's reminiscing, reminiscent yeah. of like the chorus. But then it moves to you can tell like there's mm. a split uh-huh. in it, right? So it's that's that's kind of like I don't know I feel like it's a, a cheater's way of like you know writing music. It's just like oh I wrote the same thing for the whole song. You guys just don't know it because like I, I changed it a little bit. Yeah, it's always it's always nice to kind of like um, take uh, take 
inspiration from somewhere and kind of you know added because so i was inspired by like um by mario kart of course and stuff but little easter I, all my songs have like easter eggs in it and stuff like this particular one um if you remember aaron like a few weeks back we played hanalei moon mm-hmm. and that's from hanalei moon that chord progression when you see oh. hanalei by moonlight mm-hmm. it goes to the g7 mm-hmm. and stuff but it went to the g minor so it's like f a minor d7 to the g minor mm-hmm. i was like hanalei moon. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna take hanalei moon I'm gonna make it uh, kind of make it my own and make it sound like a Mario Kart yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Hanalei yeah. Moon Bay Toad Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's it like uh, I hear like a, a cool little change and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna keep that in mind. You know, like I always kind of get these like inspiration from like cool like cool changes because I I always think that whenever I hear something that's like so out there and I'm like how did that guy make that work like yeah. I want to make that work so yeah. like I always try it for myself and I go okay I'm going to write a whole song around just this one weird like you know this one weird chord change or whatever and that's why like last week or the last few weeks we were kind of drooling over like Abe's you know like substitutions and stuff because I love chords that like just you don't expect it to go there you know i don't expect the d7 to be you know to be present in a key in the key of f so it's kind of it's nice nice yeah. <laughs> oh so um hmm? uh, a few weeks back we had abe yeah on on hmm. our podcast hmm. um so so not on the podcast yeah. that we like we took him to lunch afterwards yes and i was just talking with him and i was like well you have a podcast we have a podcast and i was like Asking him like, what other podcasts do you listen yeah. to? And so he was spouting off all kinds right, of podcasts. Right. But um, one of the podcasts that he mentioned mm. that he really likes, mm. and I I kind of dug into is um a podcast called Song Exploder. Mm, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, like, they break it down. And yeah, stuff. it's cool. amazing. So every um every episode they bring on like a songwriter mm. or like an artist, mm-hmm. and then they break down. Like how the song, like a specific song of theirs, mm-hmm. how it was written, mm-hmm. and so there's an episode with Rivers Como uh, of Weezer, Weezer, and his songwriting process is meticulous. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So if anybody, like you know, if if I'm you haven't, yeah, I'm if you haven't heard out. the podcast before, check out the podcast. And, oh. and a great episode is Rivers Como from mm. Weezer. What what song did he break down? Uh, he break the, broke down a bunch of songs. I forget. No, it was just one song. Was like, it a recent song or old song? Um, oh, like I'm really interested now. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a newer song. Okay. Uh, what was it called? Um, oh, while you're looking that yeah. up, like uh, we should mention too that we we're doing the song challenge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we actually have the prize. I don't know if yes. you want to show. Oh yeah yeah the, yeah. yeah. Like, so here's yeah. the prize. So <laughs> I know we haven't shown it before, but this is a songbook from the festival uh, with everyone's signature on it. Uh, this one doesn't have Kahai's one just yet, so he's gonna sign it and is gonna complete this. Because I'll, huh? I'll ask whoever wins if they really. Want <laughs> <I think they're, laughs> before I you know what? I, I'd be willing to bet like a million dollars that the answer is gonna be yes. <laughs> just, like, just, just yeah. My entire life savings. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So here is the Summer Uke Fest. Um, let's let's see if we can break this one down. That's, that one's mine. That one's Aaron's. Uh, this is Cynthia Lynn. That's Sarah Mizell. That's Craig Chi. That's Ukulele. That's Steven Espanola. And that is Abe Lagrimas. Yeah. I was like, who's is that? So by process of elimination, <laughs> that's Abe Lagrimas. So it's signed by them. Um, this songbook 
has all the songs from that weekend. Um, just you know, just a, a few selections here. We got "Just the Way You Are" by um, by Bruno Mars, which is like the festival flash mob song. Did you guys record the flash mob and stuff, or you guys get a yep. clip of that? So uh, we'll I just be sent showing it to guys... Cynthia. So I don't know if she's gonna put it up. Soon. Okay, yeah, it's, it should be it should be up and stuff. Uh, the the flash mob that you you know that, that we did. Uh, Stand by me, twist and shout, Mustang Sally, brown eyed girl, Hene Hene Kowakos, and some Hawaiian in there as well. Hano Hano Hawaii. Uh, Island Style, Summertime, Careless Whisper, the song by Aaron The Voice, uh, Purple Rain is in here, Ikona, Koke'e, so lots of awesome, fun songs in this cool little festival songbook that is signed by everyone who was, um, you know, who was an artist at the festival. So all the artists signed it, signed it. Like, we got to send it in a, a box, too, yeah. to make sure it's not smashed, so we can yeah. probably throw in some, like, kawaii goodies. I'll get yeah. some kawaii oh, cool, stuff. Oh, cool, 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 right now, thank you, Kai, thank you. Yeah. Do you want to show the the board uh, just to show to bring up the mm. song challenge again? Yeah. So that is the prize for uh, for whoever wins the songwriting challenge. So here is a songwriting challenge. You have to write a song in the key of F and uh, using these chords: one, six, four, five. You don't have to do it in that order, but uh, have that. Uh, you can add any other chord that you want to, but as long as you have these four. F, D, minor, B, flat, and C should be all good. A bonus is to have some lyrics, you know, and have it have reference to actual cheese. Because I think we're thinking like, oh, make some cheesy lyrics and whatever. Like, yeah, but like, uh, actually have a reference, yeah, to, reference to actual like cheese. A type of cheese. Yeah, or... modulation, you know, topic uh, leaving home. So like you can, these are bonuses. You don't have to, you know, like uh, to have these. So that means you don't even have to have lyrics in your song. And it's not a competition where like, oh, my song is better than yours. That's why I'm going to win the, you know, like the... Uh, the songbook, it's like, no, it's random. Like, as long as you submit a song, you get put into, uh, you know, into the wheel that, and we'll spin the wheel and pick a winner from there. So it's not based on, like, you know, your your song or whatever. We just want people to start writing. Uh, but here's a question, Kahai. If I wrote two songs, would I have two chances? Uh, let's say no. Okay, let's, yeah, let's make it, let's make it, uh, <laughs> make it fair for everybody. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But good on you, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but good on you for writing, too. Because yeah. we definitely know you that some people... Gold stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people do it. That's, and I think people do wonder that, like, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, well like, some... I, we also know that some people, mm. like, don't... Like, they barely have enough time to record themselves and put that up, just one song. Mm. So it's like, yeah, don't... we? You know, like, that's... That is the, the minimum. If you... that That's... I kind of mm. made it in the post. I said... If you do like lyrics and you do all that other stuff, mm-hmm. like we'll give you points in our books, but it's not going <laughs> to add to the like overall score yeah. or anything. It'll just be random. Yeah. yeah, this is really cool. So I had these, and um, one was supposed to be mine, but I'm giving mine away. This what? So this Thursday live lesson one. This is my personal songbook. I only had two of these. I was giving away one to a little Friday live jam. And you know what? We can't let you guys, you know, like not win one. So this. This particular one that you guys are going to win, this is my personal copy. Yep. Right on. <laughs> so that means I don't even have one of these. Yeah, so lucky yeah. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. so that episode yes. of Song Exploder, mm-hmm. the, the podcast Song Exploder, mm-hmm. was episode 70. Okay. Um, the song was Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory from the White Album. Okay. I'm about to check those so out. So that was from 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Just uh, just listening to how he writes okay. a song, like I'm, he, I'm so... he does it like very like he has mm. like 
spreadsheets yeah and like, you sold you know, it better than abe because abe so, tried to sell it to me too but i'm like oh, yeah, cool, yeah. I guess. so he he like um he he mm. catalogs ideas mm. so you know anytime that he he mm. hears a song with a cool chord progression yeah. he puts it in his little spreadsheet mm. and then he organizes yeah. and then he he like catalogs like um phrases that yeah. he thinks is cool yeah, yeah, yeah. so even even that summary mm, lane yeah. and drunk mm. dory that phrase mm. just so happened to have the right amount of syllables yeah. and the right like inflection or like mm. different uh, All you that know fit yeah so he can he can he um at. search through his his little ah, spreadsheet that's crazy based on yeah. how many syllables mm. a phrase has ah. and so yeah it's just un- unbelievable like <laughs> I the mean... brain on that guy <laughs> well it's probably from all, all that D&D playing, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, you have to be just, pretty organized to play that just, dang yeah, game. He so. just kind of thinks on a different level. Yeah. But, but that, yeah, I got to really start on that song. I didn't. I, I, mean, me neither. I Dude, me neither. <laughs> next week, right? Is it due so, next week? Yeah, for us. Yeah, okay. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it's due next week for us, but oh, it's due sounds, oh, the week after scary. for you guys. So yeah. we, have, <laughs> we have one week to do it. Oh, I, I forgot started. about that. I'm so busy. Like, it's just like, it's... Like when it's like December twenty fourth, and you're like, mm-hmm. I haven't bought presents. For <laughs> oh, no. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a uh, I'm gonna do an instrumental, but it's gonna be kind of hard because I just wrote an F instrumental, you know. Like, uh, so it might be a song, but I want to try my best to write an instrument. I haven't written an instrumental in a long time, so I, is it gonna go to F minor? <laughs> It'll modulate. It'll modulate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I I like that you said that he like listens for songs and then he mm-hmm. writes down what he likes because like. I think that's a super easy tip. Like when people ask us, how do I get better at playing music or how do I get better at songwriting? It's just like, listen to more music, like listen to as much music as you can and like just try and play as much music as you can because that's where you just like, you just hear something that you like and then it's like, oh, I'm going to take that for myself. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm use that. Just the way that he breaks down everything, every step mm-hmm. of the process. It mm-hmm. was just fascinating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out that episode. That was the one that I re- that really like, you know, because mm. we were I was listening to it on the way to San Francisco, oh. and so like yeah, that one was like wow, <laughs> wow, it's like a peek inside of his mind. <laughs> That's cool. And I already respected him as yeah. an artist, and so it's kind of. I mean, Weezer's got how many albums? Like, so how many songs has that guy written? You know, yeah. like because yeah. people just just know like a, a few off of like however you know however many albums, but. If you really look at his catalog, it's so huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Can you imagine how much songs too that they they wrote or they went through partially, and then they're like, oh, this "Let's not make yeah, the album. This make yeah. it. It's not good enough." Yeah, man, it's insane. Because like I just read that like mm. the Killers, I think they mm. were writing their album, mm. and I forgot what song they they heard, but there, there's one song that they heard, and they're like. Oh, all of our songs are not good. And so the only song that they kept that stayed yeah. on their their album is Mr. Brightside. Oh, yeah. Really? And that ended up becoming their the hit. But sometimes right? you only need one, you know what I mean? Like the guy yeah. from Bare Naked Ladies who wrote that like Big Bang Theory song, like mm-hmm. he only has to write that one and I'm sure like his kids don't need to work or go to college, you know, like <laughs> because he wrote that song. Imagine how much that guy's getting in royalties every no, time actually, that song. Actually, that comes wasn't on. Bare Naked Ladies. No, that's the guy from Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's the guy from Bare Naked Ladies. Who uh who who wrote that song? And it's just like, what? And you know, he's he's now like <laughs> never gonna have to, or his kids doesn't have to work. And that's that's according to uh, according to him. Like I saw like a clip of him like kind of saying that like yeah because of uh, that song like I don't have royalties. to yeah out of but, royalties I mean, and stuff. 
But then, if you're a songwriter, that's just what you do. Yeah, so, right, you know? exactly. You know, he's gonna write more songs <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But it's just like you just need that one, so you can write a bunch of like pretty good or terrible songs of it. Because he wrote that one, he's like he's set for life. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it's crazy. It's Kai, we need to get started in our Big Bang Theory song, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to make Big Bang Theory, buddy, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let's that's it. Let's let's do that. All right. Yeah, From uh, now on, we're dedicating our lives to write the next Big Bang Theory song. <laughs> 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 yeah, sure. yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. Do you not want to make millions of dollars like that guy is? Um, Do you not want to be a bare naked lady? I, I don't think I can make, like, <laughs> I don't think I can make, like, intro songs for TVs and stuff. Mm. If you, maybe if you give me, like, a video game or something, I could. Oh, okay. Now, now, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Well, right, with that. The, that's just I probably struggle like I couldn't mm. come up with lyrics. I'd have to get somebody else to write. Oh, I wrote this little dinky song. <laughs> you write the lyrics to make the intro. But, like I I I can do video game stuff probably. I mm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's our new life goal, Kahai. It's our new life goal. <laughs> Let's not say anymore. You know, when people take our ideas and stuff. You know, don't don't say don't say anything. This will be our thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thought of doing that before us. <laughs> Nobody thought of becoming successful ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, we'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. We'll see you folks tomorrow at the Aloha Friday Live Jam. If you guys have any questions, make sure to check out ukulelaontheground.com. Hit us up there or uh, send us an email or whatever. You know, just um, just hit us up in, in general. We would like to see how you're doing. Okay? Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Aloha. Bye.